0: Welcome to the Brunswick Buzz. Today we're speaking with members from the Brunswick Community Education Foundation, and today I have with me Sue Landon, who's a board member, former teacher, Vlad Dehovnikov, assistant treasurer, Susan Olcott, a co-president, uh, and also on the Grants Committee. Welcome, awesome. Well, thank you, I'm pretty excited. As you know, this summer we've been posting on social media um, all the grants BCF has given us, so thank you for that, sincerely appreciate that. Over my time here now, four years, um, we've been lucky to have you folks as supporting us. So um, just want to get the thank you right out of the way and, and you know appreciate all you do. But it'd be great to kind of hear from whomever would like to start off talking about how it started and some of the background about BCF. And I'm going to keep using BCF. I hope that's okay to shorten that. But I don't know who'd like to start off and just talk about the impetus of how it started and when and some background history, if you're able to do that.
1: Sure. I mean, I'm happy to, to start out. This is Susan Alcott speaking, and I've been on the board for, I think, six or seven years at this point. So I was, I've was i not been around since its founding, but from my brief history lesson of BCEF, it was founded um, in response to some needs that parents identified within the district to offer some additional opportunities for students in the Brunswick School District, and to be responsive to what teachers wanted to do in terms of different kinds of projects that could really accelerate their students' learning. And from there, it's grown to, I mean, now we had, I don't know, over 20-something grants this Mm -hmm. last year, and sometimes it's the same teachers, sometimes it's different teachers across all the schools and we have a really wonderful board that is all volunteer with the exception of, of one administrative position and people work very hard and are very dedicated to to providing that service to the teachers and the staff in Brunswick
2: About the same amount of time. I think mm-hmm. I came maybe the year after Susan did. I think Glad, we how long a have you years been on?
1: After me. Yeah.
2: And then um and but but I've been following sort of the the establishment and and growth of, of the, the BCF since the beginning. Um, I, I would add that BCF, I think it, to some extent was modeled off of an earlier community organized grant fundraising organization. I don't remember what they were called, but I know that they existed. Mm-hmm. And then things sort of stopped for a while. And then there was a feel for, hey, why can't we do this again? And it was it was reestablished in a sort of a new way. But I, I know that there was that there was an,
3: an initial group. Maybe it was in the '90s or something.
0: And then Sue Landon, can you your uh, your well, heard some you. you know the others your experience? How did you join the <laughs> PCF and how did you become <laughs> yeah.
3: engaged? Well, I so, I thank you. Yeah. Susan begged <laughs> me to come by. Yeah. Like all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know once you get free, uh, somebody notices, and yeah. uh, so thank you. Uh, I, I, I like to say I graduated in 2019, I retired then. I knew I didn't want to get engaged in just anything. So when I got the invitation to join the BCEF, I said, fantastic, this is how I can give back what I have been given and, and do the same you know, wonderful things for my colleagues. I, I taught 18 years at the Brunswick Junior High School, as a 7th grade science teacher and I w- had the lucky opportunity to to join a team that I think we became sort of the you know push the envelope team
0: awesome. and in those we, teams
3: yeah we just had the best time together in fact we we still get together two or three times a year.
0: Susan, how did you your well not just how sure. you really heard but um, your background and in general and, and what you do in Brunswick or what you do she, what you want to share professionally.
1: One of the reasons that I begged her to be on the BCF board is that she was a superstar grant recipient with her team and did some awesome experiential learning with students that was something that we Kind of shouted out as a model of BCF grants mm-hmm. over and over again, so it was very natural and very exciting to have her join the board. So yeah, I I joined the board, kind of getting involved in the events side of things initially, and helped with our fundraising way back, and then then transitioned to be a board member. Professionally, my my background is in marine biology, mm-hmm. and I now work for marine or for Maine Coast Fishermen's Association doing operations for them, Mm -hmm. some fundraising for them as well, some board work with our board, and this has been a neat way to stay connected to the community, and I would also just add that I have twin girls who are in seventh grade, going into seventh grade at the junior high, and have been part of many different grants through their times, and so it's like personally very satisfying to be part of BCF and see the impact that what we do and what the teachers do has, yes, you know, yeah. really directly. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. I work at Odin. I'm in the biology department there. Uh, I, I have two kids. Thank you. Vlad. One's graduated and come up through the system. Another one is in high school now. But, you know, they started off and went all the way up through. It's been an incredible experience. We've had along the way some really, you know, fantastic teachers and for me, the the real impetus came when I felt that I was advocating for the schools and the the, the teaching and the, and the and innovation and realized that there could be an outside uh, opportunity for uh, testing and trying things out and helping teachers who already had the energy and the. Inspiration to do these things, and all they needed sometimes was just a, a really a small little seed investment to sort of get some season, new, new program, season, program going, trying some something really experimental, something that maybe was a little bit hard to advocate for when there were all, so many other needs in the school budget. That but but that seemed like a cool idea, and maybe the community would be interested in getting behind. And it, uh, BCF has just been so like good cool at doing and that. I was really taken by by that mission and I just feel like it was so great to help foster some of what my stu- my kids were already getting as students in the system um, mm-hmm. just to feed that so BCF has been a hugely rewarding opportunity uh, as a parent um, to be able to participate mm-hmm. and, and you know it's great it's great to go to, to school board meetings and advocate and so on but it's also pretty great to just say hey we're going to put some money into this particular project and, and you know, let's see what happens with it. And then our philosophy, we throw this often around this idea of proof of concept. We're constantly requesting people to have this framework of proof of concept. We recognize that some things won't work, but we're all experimenting here and we're all trying to figure out what works best and we'll try some things and some of them look fantastic. And,
0: and a lot of ours are, so it's pretty rewarding. That's awesome. I love the idea. And so um, you you just talked about pushing the envelope and I, I, I don't think, you know, that's always the case for a, a BCF grant. But it's like, you know, like you just said, maybe a little bit on the edge and someone goes, well, maybe I can try that. And that's what I've noticed is someone, you know, whether it's a, a teacher or another special needs teacher group or not. And they're like, well, we'd like to try this, but we're not sure. So I appreciate that. Can you just talk um Talk about like the process. I think you know briefly about yeah, the grant no, process, it's a great how you sol- here to solicit, solicit to sort those, of the and then how they're selected. I think
2: a lot of times, the mystery is what's the biggest hurdle to getting to applying, to applying, to applying yeah, and, and right. getting the money out there. Yeah. I mean, to, for us, yeah. we spend a good chunk of our time sort of re- giving the awards and going through the reviews and everything, but we probably spend an equal amount of time <laughs> like just getting people to apply. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, begging yeah. people to sort of you know and giving them the courage and and reassurance that their ideas are great and we want to support them so we can't we can't emphasize enough how how uh, there are you know it's always there are no bad questions there are no bad applications because even if you don't get it the first time around we will make suggestions and help you uh, come up with a, a better application or optimize some of your thinking that then allows us to fund it the next time around. And that's so, happened so many times. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. I were to
0: apply and you maybe didn't give me that application, give me, you know, uh, a lot. Yeah. So money if I were to apply and you, you, you maybe didn't that. give me Absolutely. that application, okay. give Absolutely. me, you know, yeah, there are a lot of times the where first time, come the first time, you get time feedback and to that them. that grantee. And sometimes okay.
2: they don't realize that there are some things that we are less sort of supportive of, because we don't see it as being maybe as experimental mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. you know um, proof of concept. And so we can help guide that and, and it ends up being a win-win for everybody anyway. But the way the process works and, yes. and has evolved over time, well, I should, I should start by saying it's constantly changing, that our goal on our end is to streamline as much as possible to make the application process as burdenless as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, So we have made the application shorter and shorter, more and more focused on the key points that we're looking for, and um, now we've just started a pre-abstract application. So before the actual application, we invite abstracts so people can then submit what they're thinking of. It doesn't have to be long. It's like a paragraph just saying, Hey, I'm thinking about going in this direction. Yeah. And then we can give feedback on that before they even make the investments in all of the boxes that are on the application form. And we can redirect them, we can give them support, whatever. Was so that, that
0: was that in the current cycle, or that future was the cycle. first time was this the last the cycle. time. Okay. And, you
2: thank know, you. And so yeah. we normally was do that in that around the September. cycle or a future and cycle? Then this is the, the first time. Okay, thank yep. we, you. Yes, transition. We Give feedback on that by November is our goal. Mm -hmm. And then the actual applications will be due in January. Hopefully then we've given Mm -hmm. some guidance how to optimize the actual application.
1: And I would say as far as getting the word out, that definitely is something. We didn't get very many, many abstracts submitted this year. And we would love to let teachers know about that process because hopefully it makes it easier. And I think we just didn't get very okay. many because it was new, so. I so you mean, hearing
0: you say it it paragraph, yeah. I've got yeah. this idea, got five, 10 sentences. But I mean, hearing yeah. you say you you paragraph, BCF I've got this idea, feedback, five, 10 sentences, the and then you, or, or BCF then, Provide some feedback about go in this direction, that direction, and whatnot. Or here's some other guidance. Have you thought about this? Is that is that the process that you envision?
3: Or, okay. or if I may, the the, yeah. d- the details uh, that they put in an abstract would give us a hint as to whether they're, uh, you know, barking up a tree that doesn't exist, yes. or right. or it's aligned enough with the curriculum mm-hmm. so that it's an augmentation, it's an innovation that will. Uh, allow students to be more engaged and I should point out that whatever
2: one of the reasons sure. that we're doing yeah, this isn't you know, to sort of, of, of make our workload easier um, it, it's because we recognize that teachers are already stretched <laughs> and we're not trying to create more work for people we want to get the we want to identify the, the places where the money is needed as efficiently as possible mm-hmm. without creating more work for for the faculty and there's nothing that's more Disappointing for us than to see someone put a lot of time into a grant application and then to deny it
0: It makes sense I mean it makes yes, it would right you spend all this time and then to be it's sort of like when we Not to be but when we apply for a very large grant We put all this we we just put in for a multi-million dollar grant for school security And we have no idea if we're gonna get that back. We'll find out in September But you know so for a teacher to do that I hear what you're saying. So this gives a teacher an opportunity to put an idea out there, the get feedback on it. The added advantage to this also then, is that it gets like them said, on our go radar.
2: We've got a piece path, of paper with a name, contact information, and we know that they're moving in a direction. Um, and that then makes it easier for us to reach out and to maintain a connection mm-hmm. that then gets to the application itself too. Okay. It gives us some sense of what we're looking at in the, in the cycle.
1: It also, like Phil, I would kick back our thank you to you Uh, and the district by saying that it gives us a chance to come back to the district and say, these are the kinds of projects we think are coming. Is this, does this coordinate with what you're planning on at the district level? And maybe there are other teachers or other schools or other departments we ought to be talking to to pull these two projects together. So it allows us a little bit of like capacity building and coordination yeah. and also for us to look back and say, actually, we funded something just like this four years ago. You might want to talk to that teacher mm-hmm. or that equipment might still be around. Mm-hmm. So it's just, just a good context piece.
0: That's, one of, that's it. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things that I think we I we administratively we just met with another organization yesterday about a particular a, a large grant and we don't want to get in the way of that organization providing this grant to us but we do also want to be coordinated and that's the that that's that sweet spot if you will of like, how do we access this grant? This is another different organization. Access the grant, but also try to ensure that it's gonna align, particularly now that we have a strategic plan, or we're, we're close to getting a strategic plan passed, hopefully in August, we'll be done with that, um, and then we can start moving in that, but that's that part. And the other part that I often tell, um, not you folks, but I, I've, been, I've met with another organization this morning and about our changing demographics in Br- in Brunswick and that's just I just I won't go into that today in the, this conversation but I'm Reminding them that what, what are what we may have needed five years ago is really different than we, we do now. You know, with, with COVID, post COVID, et cetera. So that's something that we often I, I often talk to uh, some other individuals that are providing grants. One thing that I we I'd like to go back to that I um, I feel like is important. But we have three of you from the board. How many board members does BCF have? Nine. Okay, so a large group, yeah. and, 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 um, we, we and those to are make all sure different. Okay, so that was. I wanted to make sure we talked about that in number. A like,
1: or is, it is that right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> a, <is that laughs> a, yeah. We've been yeah, discussing
2: it. Well, that's great. Nine's a there good are are number. There are many roles yeah. yeah. just yeah. just played on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from the leadership and the president and to subcommittees in terms of the grants and fundraising and so on so so we've got a lot going on and because we are tinkering all the time um, sometimes we don't necessarily have this specific skill set for a some new thing that maybe we are thinking of trying and then we bump up against the fact that we have nine so we are Thinking about it.
0: Volunteer. It's all it volunteer. I heard that before, but I think that's important to our listeners. This is all volunteer. Because it's all volunteer. I mean, that's right. I heard that before, but yes. I think that's important to our listeners. Yeah. This is all, all volunteer. I mean, you and raise you money on a volunteer funds. basis. You go out and seek those right. funds. We do yeah. You do have one part time administrative position you those funds. that's paid. But overall, it's community who's doing this. Administrative, right. But overall, and, and it's it's, it's community it members to doing this, which is boards, really incredible. Did all this
2: without that one yeah. person. <laughs> That's a very new innovation okay. uh, that we brought on yeah. um, to streamline uh, just a lot of the logistics mm-hmm. uh, and and the history, of the the um, institutional history uh, keeping. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the the uh, board is. We always try to maintain a certain amount of. Uh, balance in the sense that we want parents, of course, and hopefully parents from a broad range mm-hmm. of ages, their kids of ages, so hopefully somebody's represented in at least most of the schools, if not all yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we always want to have a teacher, a former teacher on the board, and then we go for some skill sets, so somebody who has really? some okay. some mm-hmm. experience in the fundraising or that, that kind of outreach tends to be a skill set or, and lately we've been emphasizing someone that has the IT okay. um, mm-hmm. experience uh, are, are two particular areas that we try to Excellent. never be without.
0: Our members, uh, do they have a certain term? Do you do a term on the board Excellent. or never be without?
1: Our we, members, yes and uh, no. do they have a certain term? Um,
0: do you do we, a term on I think we have three-year term or limits you...
1: technically, but we don't have a finite period okay. if someone wants to stay term after term after term um, as long as they're you know interested in doing that and then we do have a process for onboarding new new board members where we have a pretty simple kind of informational application that people can fill out if they're interested at any point whether we're looking for new board members or not we kind of accept those at any time and then when we are looking for someone we have a little stash of applications of people that we can reach out to and say we'd like to you know have sit down with you and talk about your interests and your skill set and your capacity Um, and then as a board we meet and we decide about whether we invite that person to join
0: how if i'm going to pivot a little bit to your fundraising and how you go about that if i think it's like to hear about how you do that how do you seek funds and do you have any organizations that you want to call out or any funders that you want to you know yeah and thank I, to I, I can I'm speak to that because that's sort that of well. like how well, I got
1: started well I got started in two, two different directions but that's one <laughs> the, the sort of event planning and fundraising piece we used to have an annual event that was kind of a, a um, I don't know we'll call it a fancy event it was the spark and mm-hmm. it was a nighttime thing for parents and it was and there was dancing and a band and it was lots of fun um and we did that pre-covid and then we took a pause and the pause kind of allowed us to reevaluate whether we wanted to do that again mm-hmm. and we decided not to um at least for the time being we decided to shift to doing more community-based events okay. which were something we talked about for a long time um before that that we wanted to have something that families could come to And that was more open to more people. I mean, the spark was to be transparent, a little bit of a high end event. It was Mm -hmm. meant to raise money. And so we did a couple of community events this last year that had been really well received and really successful. And we had a lot of local business sponsors that were really generous and fabulous. Um, Yeah.
0: Susan, what were those like when you say community event? Can you just fellow yeah, so listeners, two events. what
1: a couple um, samples of those, or maybe deck, something that you have in the future, that was Sort of I I don't know what we called it. It was w- just a. W- w- did, what was it called? Uh, I think
2: it was a celebration of something, wasn't it? Because well, we were celebrating the grant recipients, okay. or at least a handful of them.
0: But yeah. also an opportunity to raise funds through that event as well. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay.
1: But okay. a lot of what we raised came from. But also an opportunity win, um, to raise funds um, through that event sponsored as well. Us. Riley okay. us. Um, Sue so you probably remember oh I know i I um. actually <laughs> Oh
3: I know i I actually um. have no background in fundraising, but they tasked me with going around and I was able to get four different um Awesome. You know, uh, Martin's point Ma- yeah, Martins there. Point, uh, the uh, AFCU,
1: the credit union. Okay. Yeah. Um, Apologies to those we it. are
0: I coming
1: know. up, yeah. up yeah. with because on the top know, of, of our head. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't, and if you
0: remember afterwards, I'll put that in the bio Apologies when we, you know, some information yeah. Yeah. when we post yeah. 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 on yeah. yeah. this. But that's important. So, so community organizations support you as you just said several. So that's one type of an event. But that's open to more of a large. Public. I mean, I'm yep. picturing the not SPARK as, event, if that's um, what it was called to be more now of now a gala and, you
1: yeah. yeah. know, open to is the families, right word, not and it was not the right but not as, as open well, we to we maybe are, a larger we're demographic. We're granting yeah. for students and the students aren't here. And so both the event at Flight Deck and then we had another one at the Kate Furbish School to celebrate the grantees, the most recent set of grantees. That and and that was a spring carnival. Right. And
0: and that was really family it was great well attended but total family atmosphere and that yeah. was really family i mean We'd i went to that that was like well attended to show but show total family was atmosphere, atmosphere which oh, yeah. is really beautiful awesome.
1: yeah well, we, we, i
2: think part of the, the impetus is, is both yeah. community yeah, building awesome. but also i think this is something that, that susan's talked about often is is that um, a large part of our support doesn't just come from the big funders. We do have a few big funders that are really there for us and on a regular basis give us um, generously. But but a large part of our, our support, the energy and funding, comes from the families of, of kids in the system itself. Mm-hmm. And that actually, the there's such a huge... Feedback that comes from incorporating them in our celebrations—that really Mm -hmm. getting the message out to the families that they are part of what we're doing, and that the these Mm -hmm. these projects come from them and their their Mm -hmm. contributions—and so we really felt it was important that they get included in it and they get to celebrate that too.
3: Yes, friend raising—I like to call it. Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's that's a great. I haven't
0: actually heard of that. That's awesome. Friend raising. -raising, Yeah.
1: and it is really true if oh, you that's look awesome at where donations heard of that. come that's from awesome. and the size Friend of the donations. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of small donations from a lot of people. Oh, so okay. it's nice to have that reach into the community and to see like, how many people care. And they give what they can. And it makes a difference.
0: Speaking of which, yeah, go ahead, Sue.
3: I was just going to say, when a student comes home and the parent says, how was your day? And instead of saying, OK, the kids will go meh, beh, 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 about whatever project that they were engaged with, with the uh, BCEF uh, project. And to me, that is what we are all about, is helping those kids to be excited about learning, to know how to work with their colleagues and with teachers, to do something that is innovative, exciting hands-on out well, of the classroom. One, one thing we found
2: along those lines actually uh, me, is that there is value. a feedback, a positive feedback that comes from this which is that mm. is that when something gets funded and if we and and the teachers um, identify that innovation, whatever it is, whether it's a new tank or whether it's some some new, new uh, playground mm-hmm. toys for kids. But if they are in some way marked or identified as being from BCF, then teachers and parents notice that. And then they think, oh, maybe I should get involved with that. And so then it, it, it fosters this sense of, of belonging to the community and the investments themselves. And, and that becomes a win-win for everybody because, <clears throat> because we are making change, but then they are part of that change and, this, and the kids are taking advantage of it it and, and I, I should say that the school district has been great about helping get that message out that this is part of these little innovations that are going on here
3: and there.
0: Well, I'm going to just an aside, I, I personally have made it a kind of commitment to, to try to get more grant, you know, more grants because you've said this before, but I have to say it again is it's not that difficult. I mean, you've made it shorter and shorter. Your process now, and I didn't know about the pre-abstract, which is, to me, phenomenal, because it just, so that's, uh, you know, an opportunity. Uh, I'll continue to do that, and I know we have folks that are very interested, but there's, I will say when I've spoken about it before, and I don't want to cast any shade here, but some people are like, oh, it's such a, it's not, it's not a lengthy process. So that's why I always like pause when I speak to somebody and say, It's different, maybe you were here 10 years or five, eight years ago, and they have this history, because there is a, you know, we have a, uh, some staff that have been here for quite a while and, and which is awesome, but um, oh, I know that yeah. I have and several yeah, newer staff applying repeatedly. And yeah, you've seen that. And I <laughs> mean, you know, and that's why I'm like, well, you know, there's, there's other folks that have some innovative ideas. They're just kind of like, oh, I don't know if I have the time or the resources. resources. So we're also just trying to figure and out ways administratively to help them give them time to do that and whatnot.
3: The superintendent's office. Uh, took over the disbursement of the funds uh, Everything I've gathered uh, it's going smoothly oh, good and, and I yeah. want to thank you for that because I got the sense when I came on the board that it, That was a huge piece of trying to manage that. So
0: Well, that's great. We you know, we have I'm always constantly singing my staff's praises here. We have a phenomenal central office, and particularly, um, you know, the business department is, is top-notch. And I've done this a long time and have been in many districts, and this, this our particular our business office is phenomenal, so I'm glad to hear that. I'd love to be able to hear a little, um, if put you a little bit on the spot, but, you know, is there a favorite or a, a type of grant that you've thought that was really creative and you know I don't want to call anybody out but I would love to hear if there's you know one or two that you just like I have one in mind that I think is really cool but I'd love to hear from all of you that you know if there's one out there that you think that was is just, Can more, I just like demonstrates out, yeah. or category. highlights Yeah, that's going to be amazing. really helpful yeah. um,
2: I I do think that um, it's useful to to let people know that the kinds of things we're looking for yes. are innovative Yep. Um, our proof of concept, so some idea that maybe is a little bit hard to sell at a district level, but you're willing to do an experiment in your classroom, mm-hmm. and you know we can get behind that. Um, something that is collaborative. Okay. Once again, mm-hmm. these are these are not necessary, mandatory, but all these things might add to uh, the attractiveness. To yep. um, things that collaborate between different campuses. Um, often. We find that often when we're reviewing applications, we have two applications that are different sides of a coin that could work together really well, and we bring them together then after Mm -hmm. the fact and say, hey, have you thought about maybe having the high schoolers Mm -hmm. present this to the elementary school kids? Because you guys are talking about the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And that kind of, we also had a situation where we were interested in supporting the building of something at, um, at the elementary school. And um, having it built by students, uh, mm-hmm. older students, was something that we thought might be a win-win
1: again. I think also one thing we look for is, like, the student involvement mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Um, deciding what works and what doesn't. So having the teachers survey the kids during the grant, like, which, which of these activities did you like the best? So that if we're gonna ask the district to buy a set of whatever in the future, we know which one was the most useful or the most um, interesting or engaging for the students. So things like that where, and even, I mean, from this gets back to fundraising a little bit, asking the students to document the projects and, You know can they write a little blog post about it or take some photos of it that we can then share to show people like this is what your donation is going towards and this is you know a little window into what's happening because of these grants so that's definitely something we look for in grant applications Mm -hmm. too Um, and then i would say like things that build on each other so We have often the same teachers apply year after year and they say, can we still apply? And we're like, yes, yes, yes. Because they can build out a program that then might become independent and doesn't need our funding anymore.
0: So I didn't ask this, but I wanted to. So, uh, and before we hear a couple samples, but um, amount, a grant size can be What's the, you know, the guardrails, if you will? Which, or what have right you now,
2: seen? multi year you know, How small, so, and so how so small. Can For a use. long time for a long time our maximum was two thousand. Um, and we have seen applications that that are in the hundreds um, up you to have, the okay, maximum. So. Yes, occasionally we'll get, mm-hmm. you know, I just need this materials and mm-hmm. you know, can you support that? And it might be for four hundred dollars or something. Okay. Um,
1: and we might go back to them and say, Actually, would you like also to have a guest speaker series to go along with this?
2: And so so we are a little bit careful about the five thousand dollar limit because obviously we have a limited budget um, But we recognize that for example a multi-year application that has some growth to it um, That if if that if that amount can be justified, then that's fine and fair We we do hope that if people are just getting off the ground um, that they're working their way up to something, right? Yeah. That they're not necessarily going the whole kit and caboodle right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know, we're open to thinking. And and if and I should emphasize this, we should have emphasized this many times, is that this is a discussion that they can reach out to us, and that we are happy to give feedback into how they do their applications. So there is, there's, from the beginning. Yes, there's, there's no cheating here, there's no yeah. looking over yeah. their shoulder and yeah. getting the answers from somebody else. We're happy to give the answers beforehand. This isn't a test. Yeah. Um, awesome. So if they have some ideas and they want to figure out how to optimize and have the best chance of a successful application, asking any of us on
3: the board is totally fair and it's just about sending an email and asking that question.
0: All right. Awesome. So Grant, uh, that you'd like to share that you highlights the innovative news
1: that you've seen come that across uh, BCFs. over multiple years and involved more teachers over more years mm-hmm. um, that started at the Brunswick High School um, back when Rick Wilson was there doing service learning. Um, and they built a um, A program to bring Brunswick students out onto the clam flats and reseed those flats and trap green crabs. So Andrew McCulloch worked with with Rick on that program and then that project evolved to Andrew applying for funding in the future to um, build his marine science curriculum. They did green crab studies sort of independently. Then he started to work with Sue Perkins. They applied for funding to get a lobster tank. They built this little aquarium room. Then Sue had the idea to loop in um, the Kate Furbish yep. school and have the Sea Dragons Club come to the high school. Fantastic. Sue applied for a speaker series grant during COVID. I mean, it, it's been like Just six grants. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> and That's, it's more schools, yeah, more teachers. More, more teachers. Engaged. Yes. Yeah. So engaged. Wow that's just been an amazing thing to see. And, you know, we sort of hold that up as like, this is what we want to do yeah. with these funds. Right, so. and
2: when, you know, when these, when these grants come in and the, the review process starts, a lot of these ideas, um, we, don't, we don't necessarily know that they're coming down the road, <laughs> but we can see the potential in them. We can see that this mm-hmm. is sort of opening a door in a particular direction. And that really gets us excited um, and you know, what ends up happening is these, these applications come in, we, we go over them, we evaluate them. And actually we award, m- most our successful awards, by the mm-hmm. time they get to mm-hmm. the application mm-hmm. process. Um, and those that aren't, then we will send back a note you know, saying, look, this is why we couldn't fund it this year. But you know, maybe if you think about going down this other direction, or adding this component it's something that we would be willing to
0: support next year. So they get feedback. Oh, they get your, feedback if you're not selected this yeah, time. How to At how every to at they get that. feedback. Yeah. If you're, this way, we're feedback we're if you're to to not selected this time. How grant, to how to improve that. Yeah. Even at
2: the, way the way very end taught. when we have a grant that is very close but not quite there, we will reach out to the teacher and say, "Look, this, this component is really, we're not you know, super comfortable with this. Do you think you could add this there? Mm-hmm. And then we will have a special session after we've already done our wow. review awesome. and, and yeah. revisit their, their amended application mm-hmm. and consider again. So we're super open about this. Our goal is to just get the support out there. Mm-hmm. I, I should also add, I think it's important for people to be aware that there, this, there's a cycle that we try to follow in terms of the calendar, but we recognize that emergencies come up and um, have historically mm-hmm. supported emergency requests mm-hmm. where a teacher will just say, Look, I really need this. This is an unusual opportunity, it's it has to happen now, and you know, can you help us do it? And we will sit as a board and say, Yeah, uh, yeah we can do that or not. So we're not rigid, we're not in any way tied to the calendar um, it rigidly. So if it can be justified as an emergency grant we're we're willing to consider it Mm -hmm. that's
1: incredible yeah and we did multiple cycles during the pandemic of emergency grants and it was great i mean it was a lot of moving parts but we got a lot funded and a lot out there and the community was really supportive and teachers asked to do great stuff and they were able to implement it Um, and i would just say like quickly the one last little thing on that is in our efforts to be dynamic, knowing that the population in Brunswick is changing mm-hmm. and there are new needs, we want to be dynamic with that and be responsive. Um, so we look forward to you know coordinating with you and the district to be helpful in, in how we do our grants and what we fund um, to be supportive as the needs change. Yeah, was great.
2: I, I would add that we see ourselves as the experimental opportunity to try <laughs> things out and that those things that are so successful then we can make a strong case to the district and say this is something that you might consider picking up Uh, we don't see ourselves as long-term funders of these Mm -hmm. projects Mm -hmm. even the successful ones are we we can't commit to these Mm long-term but we see ourselves as giving them a chance to bring birth to these incredible um, programs that then the district can having data and experience with the program on the ground can make an educated decision about whether or not they're willing and
0: interested in getting involved. with it. That's great. Phenomenal I, I, I you know from my perspective it's we're, we're lucky meaning Brunswick School Department is lucky to have BCF as a partner. I really appreciate it. I've uh, I often speak to many other superintendents in smaller districts who don't have this opportunity, and we talk about you know those things, and uh, that's one thing that I want to say. So thank you. Secondly, one of the things that I hope you know, year four for me, is that I'm continuing to explain to folks, you know, take the risk, be innovative, you know, if kids are safe, because that's what I, you know, safety is our you know number one priority here. But if we can do something innovatively, whether it's, you know, adding whatever it is, you know, a, a marine biology unit or whatnot, I, I think we, we need to, you know, we have to do that. I met with an organization, as I said this morning, and that's what they're you know, they're coming with an idea and I'm like, well, how do you say yes? That's my goal, right? My goal is to always say yes. And how do we, and that sounds like what, that's BCF, right? You're giving feedback on every step of the way. So I, I anything that I didn't that ask or anything what you want to share? BCF is doing share, wouldn't work um,
2: if without the raw material of an experimentally minded faculty willing to try things and take chances yeah. and a district that's willing to support that, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes institutions just are too rigid for this kind of experimentation. Mm-hmm. There are sometimes when teachers are pushing the envelope with the funding that we're giving them, but the system has to allow them to do that. And we appreciate the fact that this
3: is a good grounds for that. Yeah,
0: well, I have to say, you know, I'm fortunate because, you know, The community supports that too some superintendents don't get that support and and that's just the fact of the matter right they are the organization that they're in is very rigid and i haven't seen that in brunswick so i i just want to call it out and say thank you to my school board thank you to the community um, because innovation sometimes causes friction and Um, you know, as long, again, I'm saying safety is our, as long as our students are safe, let's try something a little different. If it opens another door, gets another student to have an opportunity they would not otherwise had, why not try it? Why not try it? So I thank you all for taking the time to come in today. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you for listening to the Brunswick Buzz. The Brunswick Buzz is available wherever you find your podcasts.